In this episode of The Interface, I sit down with Sherry Youngs, Director of Human Resources for Amphenol Aerospace in Sydney, New York. Sherry has been with Amphenol for 24 years, and we talk about her tireless efforts and incredible work she has done over the last year to protect our employees during the COVID-19 pandemic. We talk about majoring in English in college, starting at Amphenol as a temp in customer service, and finding a home she never left in human resources. We talk about why being raised in Sydney and understanding its history makes working at Amphenol that much more special. And we talk about her Desert Island book, movie, and surprisingly cool album selection. This is The Interface. You know, as we get started, do you want a pistachio or anything? Could I interest you in that? No, thank you. I'm good. You sure? I am, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everybody knows when you do podcasts, the best thing to do is to eat while you're doing it because that chewing sound, I think, makes people feel comfortable. Authentic. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah or drink or something like that. <laughs> Do a lot of smacking of the yeah, mouth. Then you have to, have to take the mask off. The mask is behind the headset. That just, it's too much work. It sounds yeah, like. <laughs> it is. It is a lot of work. So we'll skip the pistachios for maybe a, a post-recording uh, snack. You there you go. Thank you for doing this today. Of course. First of all, yes. Um, it's nice to actually do one of these face-to-face with somebody. I don't yeah. get to do this much anymore. Right, I <laughs> unfortunately. bet. Unfortunately. Um, not going are... many places these days, No, no, not at all. Um, in fact... You know, when I went to Wallingford back in February, I was so excited. Right. Just to, like, I, I got to place. stay in a hotel one night. It was like, I was like, what am I going to do with myself? Right. This is great. Right. Uh, it's been so long since I've done that. It's yeah. So yeah. And, unheard and of. Not that I traveled a lot, but enough where right. you get into a rhythm, you know, a couple times a month and, and all this. But um, that has been obviously a big change. But you know, I, we'll get right into it because we might as well just, you know, jump right to the lead here. Sure. Um, Sherry, you as the director of, of human resources here at Amphenol Aerospace, this last, let's call it 14 months, has probably been unlike anything that you've had to deal with in your career. Yeah, you're you're right. I, I mean, for all of us, yeah. right? Unlike anything we've dealt with in our personal lives or our professional lives. And so a lot of changes physical changes and process changes and environment changes. Mm-hmm. So so much different and so much to learn and to try to absorb quickly, you know, as, as this thing just took off fast. Yeah. <laughs> um, so definitely, unlike anything I ever even thought I would be doing or worrying about, you know, not, not at all thinking I would be, you know, this in <laughs> depth in kind of a, a, a scientific medical mm-hmm crisis. You know, right. that's certainly not, you know, what I would say is my forte. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm an HR director, you know, English major in, in college. Those aren't the kinds of things I thought I'd be dealing with. <laughs> but yeah, and this probably isn't exactly a case study. If you went, you know, to study even human right. resources at a college, you know, you don't right. deal with, you know, having uh, there's probably no case studies on pandemics, <laughs> on global pandemics, right? And how you deal with those with your with your uh, employees. Yeah, that's that's certainly been a challenge. What has been? I'll ask you both ends of it. Sure. What's for you been? And even if it's a general uh, comment, what's been the biggest challenge for you during this time? Has it been learning the science of it, um, or has it been something else? No, you know, I think the biggest challenge has really been um, dealing with the the emotions of this and the emotions of it for so long. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had 
um, employees who were greatly affected, you know, lost family members, um, lost, you know, coworkers at other divisions that they had um, had relationships with, working right. relationships with, um, had employees who were sick for very long periods of time. Um, so that end of the emotion. And, and then on the other end, we really asked a lot of our employees during this period. Um, we put in a lot of changes, you know, in our, in our thoughts for the good of the employees, yeah. you know, to try to keep things safe, um, try to keep people healthy. Mm -hmm. But there's also a lot of emotion around <laughs> those yeah. kinds of changes and the, right. the new difficult environment people have to work in. I mean, just masks alone. I mean, it's not comfortable and it's not fun. And if you work in a section of the factory that's hot, then it's even less fun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's even more uncomfortable. Um, so, you know, we've, we've asked a lot of employees and, you know, people have really stepped up and, and come in line with those changes. But, you know, sometimes not without some frustration, <laughs> some, mm -hmm. you know, angst about it. And, and we get that, but we do think that we, we do have to ask, you know, for those changes to happen or did have to, you know, right now, I think we're kind of at the, at the end of, you know, making big changes that right. are tough on, on people, hopefully, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. so, but it was a lot, it was a lot for people. Yeah. How much has this consumed your workload? I mean, it would probably went sky high when it first started. Yeah. Um, is it still consumes the vast majority of your time and energy throughout the day? I would say that now I'm finally starting to to see it be less of my day. Mm -hmm. um, it has been most of my day every day for a long time now. Yeah. Um, and I'm getting to get back to a little more other HR <laughs> <laughs> things, you know, that I miss, you yeah. know, that are, are, that were my job, you know, pre-pandemic, you right. know, so happy to be, have more time for those things, yeah. you know, finally. So starting to see that shift happen now and excited about that. What's been the thing, if you can think of one or a couple that you were most heartwarmed by or, or proudest of? as you've been going through this last year plus? You know, I think in the end, as much as I mentioned the emotion behind it, it, yeah. it is seeing our employees do the things that we needed them to do. Yeah. Changes to, you know, where they sat or what their workstation looked like, asking them to stand further apart from their coworkers, even when that made doing your, doing your job difficult. Mm -hmm. um, the masks, the you know, the testing, the staying at home, if you didn't want to stay at home. Um, you know, we, you know, we did, we asked, we put in a ton of changes. I mean, even for a while, we had different hours, you know, for people than their normal shift. I mean, that's a, that's a tough thing to absorb. Sometimes it affects your, your personal life too, not just your, your work life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, seeing people just, you know, do the things we needed them to do, really, you know, make some tough changes in a really difficult time <laughs> yeah. has been, has been great. You know, yeah. people, um, I think for the most part understood that, you know, we're, we're doing our best, uh, to learn fast and react appropriately. And that was so helpful to getting things done. I know it's been difficult and, and you've put in as much work, um, if not more than anyone in here. So, you know, uh, I, 
I think I can hopefully speak for everyone in here to say thank you for everything you've done. Oh, for, thank you. For I this place. really appreciate that. Well, thank sure, you. of course. Of course, um, me being a part of it, you know, and coming in, you know, and trying to come in here on a daily basis and, and enjoying swabbing my nose once a week. And <laughs> <laughs> having your temperature taken, yeah, answering questions yeah. about your private life that yep. you didn't have to answer before, where yeah. you were going. <laughs> sure, yeah. What I, was I, happening at home. You got to make the best of a situation that, that isn't comfortable for everyone. And, and we hope, hope that sooner rather than later, I'm sure that we get back to as much normalcy as possible not have to wear these masks like we're wearing now and yeah. and have everyone back in the office it'll be a a glorious time it for sure. will be wonderful <laughs> yeah and then you can you know go back to benefits and yeah. other things leaves of absences promotions <laughs> yeah. Yeah. staffing <laughs> so that that's a good segue actually is how did you you talked about yeah. you're an english major in college how did you get from English to human resources? Yeah, that's a good question. It was yeah. certainly not a, a job I had ever really thought about. Mm -hmm. um, I, as I said, I was an English major in college. Um, you know, I would have loved a job that just allowed me to read for a living. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was an editor for a little while after college while I was still living in Washington, D.C., where I went to school. Yeah. Um, but like a lot of people, I, I came back here, uh, you know, my father was sick and I was at a time in my life when I could make that transition pretty easily. Sure. And so I, I came back and I came to work here. It was a temp job. So, you know, just a, a, a job until I found a real job, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and in fact, I really, I didn't know a lot about Amphenol, which is... Um, kind of disappointing considering I grew up here in Sydney. Uh, I'm um, not much different. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, I mean, a, a lot of my friends had at least one parent who worked here, but I, I didn't. So I just didn't know much about it. And I really did consider it kind of just a, you know, local factory, right? <laughs> you know, and, and not much more and didn't really understand uh, what we did here or what kind of reach our, our products and our people have yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. Um, but certainly started to learn that after I, I took the temp job, which uh, was in customer service. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Um, it, you know, it was just a, hey, someone left on Friday. Can you start on 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 Monday? We need someone to answer phones. Mm -hmm. Okay, I can, I can answer phones. <laughs> so, um, so I did it. You know, and I, again, I thought it would get me by until I I found uh, the place that I would stay, and. The temp customer service job became a permanent customer service job, and a couple of years in, there was a posting for a human resources representative. Mm -hmm. um, again, still didn't know a lot about HR, but it sounded interesting, and I applied for it, and I got it, and I loved it. Mm. And so, you know, HR, you know, after a couple of years, I knew that's what I wanted my career to be in. And What did you love about it? You know, I would say one of the best parts about HR at least HR here at, at AAO, is that there are different things to do every day. It's not the same thing. You know, mm. we, we aren't specialists in HR here. So it's not just that you do comp, you know, or that you do benefits, right. um, that you just do recruiting. You get to do a little piece of all of those things. So there's every day is different, or it can be, you know. And so a lot of variety. Getting to know our people. Uh, we have great people here who are great at what they do, yeah. which makes it um, even better, 
you know? Yeah. And, uh, and I just love this company and I love the people and I love HR. I just, it's something I fell into, but I love it. You know, I know this probably sounds, uh, awkward or whatever, but I think you have to love it because you are getting into, this is just my interpretation from an outsider looking in, you are dealing with some, some really heavy stuff from time to time. So in a sense, you really have to love it because you're going to be talking about, let's push COVID aside for a second, you know, uh, deaths in people's families and benefits and, and, you know, people get injured and, and all those things that you're really getting into some deep, heavy stuff with people, Yeah, you know, having to, you know, sometimes lay people off and then bring people on that, right. that vast difference between super, super highs and super, right. super lows and promotions. And, you know, it, it's, exactly. it, it runs the gamut of emotions. It um, really does. Yeah. yeah. You, you definitely are part of some really tough conversations. So it's something that you have to be prepared for, you know, for yeah. the job in human resources, because people, people come to you with complaints. You know, people come to you when they can't get along with a coworker or a manager. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to navigate those situations. You, like you said, there are layoffs and terminations, and you know, people, you know, are are interacting with human resources when they find out they're ill, and sometimes when they're very ill, and so you're helping them navigate that process in terms of of benefits and leaves of absences, and so there are. There are definitely parts of it that are not fun, and you just kind of have to uh, <laughs> you have to hope that you can help people through some of those tough situations. You mm-hmm. know, okay, I'm you know if the company's going through a layoff and I'm going to lay someone off, well, at least I can try to be strong and explain to them how things look going forward, and try to be empathetic. You know, even in a tough situation. And that's how you that's how you have to to go at it and hope that, you know, even as people are having to leave, not by their own choice, that hopefully at least they have a not negative feeling. They feel like they were treated with respect on their way out, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's what you want. That's what you, you, you strive to achieve. You know, obviously, you're not going to give names, but is there a funny story over the years that that you think about, like, I cannot believe that happened that that you could it's safe to say just out of curiosity that's the harder part yeah one that i can share <laughs> yeah and if you can't i understand but i figured i'd ask yeah you know um, doctors will say or my my younger daughter who's a nurse like this person came in <laughs> and you know had this and you would not believe the questions they asked and like oh my goodness like you can't even make this up right is there right. anything that comes to mind in your role Oh, so much, <laughs> but <laughs> nothing that I think I could share. Darn, I thought Someday I'd have you. Yeah. in retirement, yeah, I'm going to write retired. my own book. It'll be the <laughs> memoir, yes. And then you could finally go back and use that English major. That's right. <laughs> you and I actually went to high school together here yes. in Sydney. I was a year ahead of you, but we we're both... Just a few years ago, yes, just I remember. A few, just a few yeah. years ago, uh-huh. yes. Um, I moved here as a sophomore, but you were here your entire life, but I as well had no idea what this place was all about. And it was at the old factory at the time, now this new one. But I remember being there and thinking and hearing, I heard things like supercomputers and semiconductors. I had no idea what any of that stuff meant. And I heard, yeah, it was really huge during World War II. 
does it is there a special attachment for you though because you're from this town how much more does it make it personal for you because you probably know a ton of people here too yeah definitely i mean it is it does feel personal you know i do feel like there is this kind of like special love of amp and all that that we have and i think partly because i'm from sydney and i understand the importance of this company to sydney the village and to the to the people that are here and how you know, Amphenol doing well ties into the community thriving. Mm-hmm. So it does hold a special place for me because of that. You know, and I, I feel a little braggy sometimes, you know, when I'm talking to candidates about our long history, you know, here in Sydney and the things that Amphenol or Amphenol under different names has done here, you know, that the Magneto, you know, mm-hmm. in um, the spirit of St. Louis was was built here and you know, things like that, you know, sharing that with uh, candidates, you know, mm-hmm. I get really, you know, like we've done some cool things. Yeah. Um, and and so it does. It really is special to me. And and you're right. I do. I, I know a ton of people here from, you know, from school, you know, mm-hmm. obviously a lot of people that we went to school with work here, people I babysat for, you know, <laughs> are now, you know, employed here. Yeah. Um, parents of, of people that I went to school with, were working here when I was, you know, when I started here and are still working here. Some of them now, it was really hard to make that transition, you know, from <laughs> you know, Mr. Jones to yeah. you know, Bob or, or whatever someone's first name was to, you know, to forget that you're, you're, you're not a kid. You're both, you know, co-workers I, at a workplace. I, I still do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. I see like high school friends, fathers and yeah. Hey, Mr. So-and-so. And it's like, I wouldn't do that with anybody else, but I still feel the need or an old teacher or something. Right. Yeah. I still feel the need to do that. To do that. Yeah. So for like, I think the first little while when I worked here, I just avoided that, that weirdness. I just didn't, didn't call him anything. Just, hi, how's it going? (laughs) (laughs) Now I don't have to call you by your first name, which seems so disrespectful. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, but yeah, it's, um, this place really, I think for a lot of people has a, people have a real sentimental attachment to it, you know, and you know, it's, I think it's, it's history here, you know, the very long history here. So many people will say, oh, you know, my grandmother, you know, worked here once upon a time. My favorite uncle worked here, you know, um, they have kind of that family connection, you know, as well as their own connections. It's really, it's really a neat, neat thing. I don't know that every place has that. Right. But there's definitely, I, I think, a, a love of Amphenol, you know, amongst the employees, amongst mm-hmm. a lot of employees. I've got to believe part of that is just kind of the opportunity that's available here to people. Right. There's so many things you can do, you know, if you show, if you show that you're willing to mm-hmm. do them. You know, we're we're not the kind of employer that necessarily boxes somebody in with a, a job description, and and I know you probably know that from personal experience as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, you know, if someone's willing to step out of that job description and, and take on a challenge. It's it's a go-ahead yep. kind of workplace. Knock yourself out. <laughs> yep. yep. Yeah. See what you can do. Yeah. yeah. And I think, pe- you know, for the right kind of person, you know, people really embrace that and like that, you know. Um, and so I think that's part of part of the love <laughs> of Amphenol is knowing you can do that here. Yeah. And you, you talked about, you know, the attachment to the community too. And, and for people who don't know, Amphenol in its various iterations over the years has been in this same location since 1925. 
So almost 100 years. So we're coming up on the 100th anniversary of this this company being, you know, if not the biggest, the biggest, you know, influence on this entire uh, town of Sydney, uh, the village, certainly the surrounding community. Uh, It's it's almost impossible to overestimate the importance of this place. Good, good and bad. You know, I mean, let's be honest, it hasn't always been you know, sunshine and, and red roses. It's right? It's been difficult from time to time. But I th- think sometimes we lose sight of that internally. And to your point, you know, reminding people of all the incredible stuff that's been done here, you know, from Spirit of St. Louis to all of the, you know, Magnetos in the World War II aircraft to right. the beginnings of the space program to the International Space Station and now to you know, all across the military and the aerospace industry just out of this facility. Right. And everything that's been done here, it's it's impossible to overstate um, how important this place has been, and it's not going anywhere. Right. And, and it could be here for another 100 years. Yeah, the stability of this business in this community is, is not something you see every day. Right. And um, yes, there have been leaner times, and uh, but we've, we've stayed. And even, you know, again... And I know you know this because you were through it too, but, you know, that first, you know, the first flood and then mm-hmm. the second flood. And I think a lot of companies would have picked up and moved mm-hmm. and said enough is enough. And we could go to a more populated area. We could go to an area that's closer to a big city. We could go, you know, there were so many places. There were so many options um, for the corporation. And yet we stayed here. You know? mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, a lot of that credit goes to um, the employees as well. I think the the corporation, you know, thought, gosh, not everyone is going to come with us, and we have a great workforce here. Oh, skilled, yeah. the most valuable resource. machinists, yeah. you know, talented engineers. You right. know, we had we had all of that already, and and that would be the big chance they would be taking, you know, to move, even if there were lots of other upsides. Mm-hmm. So they stayed, and what a great thing for this area and and also for the company all right i agree yeah so a lot to lot to be thankful for all things considered right and there's again there's there's a lot to consider with this but you know a hundredth year anniversary coming up in a couple years there are some plans hopefully yeah some ideas in the works so nevertheless we'll 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 wrap this up now a little fun all right are you ready i'm ready I stick you, Sherry, on a deserted island. You're by yourself. Okay. All right. You don't have to have any COVID emails going out every other day. Uh, you don't have to wear a mask because you're by yourself. Yes. So you're not going to infect yourself. Um, you don't have to, you know, remind me to keep my mask on when I cough or when I sneeze. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Because I'm, I'm liking yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> because I'm not a very good boy when it comes to that. But I say you can bring with you... One album, one book, and one movie. Okay, we'll start with the album. What album would you pick? And you and I are the same age, so I know you know albums. I don't like the younger people going. Can I just pick a song? What's an album. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, what album? That's a that's a tough one. Can we come back to that one? We'll come back. Okay, to that we'll one. come back to that. We'll one. move to book. Okay. That's also as, a as an really, English major. It's a really tough one for an English major. Yes. But I'm going to go with The Sound and the Fury by William Faulkner. Ooh. 
It's wow. A, it's a tough read, but it's it so is. it's a it's it's a it's a wonderful book. It's so good. It is really good. <laughs> I, I think I read that in college. So if I remember correctly, it's written in characters, voice. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Very stream difficult. of conscious. Very yes. stream of conscious. Yeah. Yes. It, it can be difficult because you're trying to figure out who's actually talking at the time and whether it's um, a memory or in present day yes. happening at that moment, it's yeah, it's a it's a tough read, but th- because of that, you can find so many new nuggets <laughs> with okay. each read. Well, that's a good one. I like yeah. that one. Yeah. How about a movie? Well, it'll seem a little out of season on a deserted island, which I'm assuming is a tropical island. Sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I really love it's a wonderful life. <laughs> Um, I love It's a Wonderful Life. If you it's, need happy feelings, then that's maybe the perfect movie to to, to elicit those, right? Yeah, you know, it, it takes you down low, and it's it's it darker than some, you know, holiday movies in moments, but it's yeah. uh, it's a great ending. <laughs> yes, uh, an all-time classic. Good small, so, time, good small town feel to that. Movie yes, <laughs> it's actually quite similar to here, in a yeah. sense, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so we'll go back to okay. music then, or album. Okay. I am going to, gosh, Chris, this one's really tough. All right. Okay. I'll, so I'll help, if you can, I'll help you out and you, yeah. I'll, we can default to an artist. Okay. All right. So I really love Benny Goodman. I love swing music. Now, I did not see this coming. I know. I know. <laughs> so <laughs> you just threw me I know. I know. I really I have a I have pretty eclectic taste in music and yeah. I I don't know that it's, you know, very sophisticated really. I but I do love swing music. And uh if you ever listen to Sing Sing Sing, okay. It's the it's the best. <laughs> I'm impressed. I you, you, I rarely get thrown for a loop with this, but that's that's a surprising pick. I like it. When I it. leave, you listen to that song. Well, it's awesome. It's I a am, little long, but it's awesome. I I guess I'll put in a shameless plug here for the Desert Island Music playlist on Apple and Spotify <laughs> that we've created out of guests' oh. selections uh, over the past few months. Yeah. So, Sing 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 by Benny Goodman. Yeah. Uh, if you've listened to this podcast now, you can find it on the playlist. Just search it up on Apple Music or Spotify. It's going to be your favorite. I, I hope so. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Cherry, thank you very much for doing this today. Thank you. It was great talking to you.